where do your ideas go to grow? Do you have a place where they can mature and develop while you're working on other things? What about your leads on potential clients? Are you cultivating those so your pipeline stays full? In this last episode of the Simplify with Systems series, we're going to look at two simple systems that have made a huge impact on my business, the idea capture system and the client lead follow-up system. Let's dig in to see how they work. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Wow, here we are at the end of our Simplifying with Systems series already. I've loved seeing some of you share the systems you're creating on social media. There are some basic systems that every ministry or business needs to have. Document filing, appointment scheduling, email management, and the like. My friend Shannon Baker has a great podcast episode about the five systems every business needs. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But today, I want to cover a couple of systems that are not talked about as much, but have been a key part of managing and growing my business. Let's start with the idea capture system first, then touch on the client lead follow-up system. We all have ideas constantly bombarding our brains. Ideas for writing, for ministry, for family vacations, new products, podcast episodes, business collaboration. These ideas are occupying space and energy in your brain until you take time to deal with them. I'm about to share a way to capture important thoughts and information when they come up and retrieve them later when needed. But before we talk about how to develop a capture system, let's talk a bit more about why we need one, and it may not be what you think. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. We normally read of this verse in the context of sinful or negative thoughts, but what if we applied it to our constant stream of ideas? Many of my ideas come from the lofty opinions of others, what I could do or should do or think I ought to do because the ever-present they are doing it. Capturing the idea parks it in a place to rest while I pray and seek God and seek to obey Christ. It removes the urgency of constantly thinking I need to do something with every idea that enters my head. At first, you may feel like your capture system is a place where ideas go to die. Stuck on a list, out of the way, out of sight, out of mind. But as you continue to work a strong idea capture system, you'll find it's really a place where ideas go to grow. 
a place to gather information and grow to maturity until it's time to release them. So let's talk about some things to consider when setting up your capture system. First, you need a space to capture. Set up a place where you can capture every idea as it comes to you. As you establish your place, think about how accessible it'll be. Maybe you need a small notebook you can grab from your purse and jot ideas down. I recently heard author Karen Eman say that she keeps a small notebook in her purse to jot things down as they come to her, then transfers them to a larger notebook when she gets home. Or if you're a digital diva, an app or Trello board where you can store and organize your ideas could work better for you. It could be as simple as the Notes app on your phone, but you'll soon find that a slightly more sophisticated tool will help you process your ideas in the future. Second, your capture system is more than a list. Your capture place should be more than a list of ideas because we all know that ideas tend to grow legs. You'll have random thoughts that flesh out your ideas, so you need space to record them with your idea in your capture system. So if you're using a notebook, only put a few ideas per page so you have room to add on to them. In an electronic system, use comments or notes to add on to your original idea. Your capture system is a home for shiny objects. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago. The worst thing about all of our ideas is that they distract us from the things we're really supposed to do. We see an article related to an idea we have and suddenly we're down the rabbit hole. If we don't read it now, we'll forget about it, right? This is where your idea capture system comes in handy. You've already captured the idea in your system. Now, as you find articles or resources related to the idea, you can drop them in your capture system raw and unread. When you're ready to move forward with the idea, you have a head start and all the information you need is gathered together. You need to create the habit of using your capture system. Of course, the most important feature of any idea capture system is that you actually use it. In the beginning, your capture system won't be the first thing you think of when an idea strikes. Try setting a reminder in your phone or designating a specific time every day to do a quick brain dump of whatever you can think of at that moment. The more you use the system, the more it will naturally become the first place you go when inspiration strikes. And finally, process, filter, and prioritize your ideas. About once every three months or so, run through your captured ideas. Which ones have matured? Are any outdated or not consistent with your mission and purpose? It's easier to recognize an idea's true value after you've had a little distance from it. Keeping my head clear of all this extra information and activity gives me more capacity to focus on the things God's assigned me to do right now. Preserving the ideas in a place they can live and grow, or not, releases the guilty feelings that I'm not doing enough. Okay, before we wrap up, let's touch briefly on the client lead follow-up system. This one is super simple, but packs a big impact. If you've been in a service-based ministry or business for very long, you know that clients rarely sign up after the first touch. You need to nurture the relationship and build trust before you get that yes. 
but I was guilty of having the first conversation and then never checking back. I solved this with a simple Trello list. The list lives inside my client's board on Trello, where I keep notes on each client meeting and the status of their package. So I'm in and out of that board often. When I make a connection with a potential new client, I add them to this special follow-up list. Close to the top if I want to follow up soon, or in the middle when I want to follow up in a few weeks. I also add former clients that I want to keep in touch with. And then each Sunday evening when I do my planning for the next week, I send a quick email to the top two or three people on the list, referencing things we mentioned the last time we talked. Then I move them to the bottom of the list and do two or three more the next week. I manage the size of the list so I can cycle through it about every three months. These emails often generate one-on-one coaching calls or packages or referrals to friends. What would your calendar look like if you were consistently reaching out to potential clients with specific encouragement for where they are in their journey? This simple system keeps my coaching calendar full. All right, for your one simple action step, which of these two systems would make the biggest difference for you? Spend a little time this week setting it up so you can capture your big ideas and your potential customers. I hope this series has helped you develop some simple systems that free you up to do the work you love most. In our next episode, we'll take a little break and do something a little silly just for fun. I hope you'll join me. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.